Don't fear the enemy that attacks you, but the friend that hugs you. Haven't you faced that in your life at some point or the other? Real, fake, genuine, honest, open, deceitful. These are the topics that we are talking about regularly with all of our relationships. So let's explore what being fake means and why people are fake. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Unapologetically KK. So today, let's talk about a topic that everyone seems to be discussing. Fake friends, fake people, fake relationships, people putting on an act, a show for somebody else and not living genuine lives. Why? Why has this become a topic of conversation that we are having so regularly? Why are we so unhappy with some of the relationships that we have in our lives that we feel that people need to put up a facade and pretend to live a life that they aren't living? Why? What happens? Why is there a need to to hide behind a mask, to hide behind a life that you think you need to project in order to show other people you are happy, you are successful? But... In reality, you are struggling. So today I'd like to talk about what we're facing, how to tackle this problem, and how to understand it better. So let's start with the definition of the word fake. As an adjective, it says it's something that is not genuine, an imitation or a counterfeit. And as a noun, it's a thing that is a forgery or a sham. Now this can definitely apply across the board, including people and relationships. We have definitely all come across somebody who is a fake, who pretends to live a life that they are not living, who pretends to be successful, happy, powerful, living this amazingly beautiful life when in reality, none of it is true. Now, we all go through varying degrees of fakeness in our relationship. Sometimes we feel that we need to put up an act ourselves because obviously we cannot be raw and genuine and open to everybody we meet in our life. So there is a certain way to behave when you're meeting a stranger for the first time. You're not going to sit there and talk to them about your problems and project the reality of your life. But how fake you are comes across in all relationships if that is the life that you are projecting all the time. So let's look at some of the signs that you are dealing with a fake person in your life. Now, a fake person would ask you a question and leave you before you answer. They are not interested in you. They are not interested in what you have to say. They're not interested in your thoughts, your ideas. They don't care. All they want to do is to have somebody they can talk to, they can have to sound things off, they can vent to. And the minute you add something to that conversation, they're not interested. It's always about, hi, how are you? I don't really care. I don't want to know how you are. I just want to say, hi, how are you? And I want to move on to the next person I can say that to. It's all about convenience. Everything that they do is all about their convenience things being more convenient for them so that they can project this life that they want to. They have these amazing friends. They have a hundred friends. They're constantly the life of a party. When someone makes sure that everything is convenient for themselves first, before it's convenient for anyone else around them, it's clear they're just not worth your time. You have to be able to know and spot that immediately. It's just obvious. There are some people who are very obviously superficial. 
they are very obviously fake. You know for a fact that they're not interested in you. Sometimes some of those relationships work because, you know, you are getting something from them. It could be a social life. It could be an opportunity um, to, to further your career. It could be anything. And you are getting into that relationship knowing fully well that the person that you're dealing with has no interest in you whatsoever and they are using you as much as you are using them. That is a different situation to you walking into a situation where you think that you genuinely have a friend, but you haven't been able to spot the signs. So you need to know that if someone keeps doing this to you consistently, not being interested in what you have to say, always making sure that things are more convenient for them and never putting you into the equation, you need to know that they are fake because they are only nice to you as long as it's convenient for them and not a moment longer. Let that sink in. It's all about them. And in any relationship, you must realize that there has to be a balance. You know, the scales can tip from one side to the other from time to time. But if it is constantly unbalanced, if it's always tipping towards just one side and you don't have a choice in anything, that needs to be evaluated. You really need to relook at that relationship and think, what am I getting out of this? I love this person. I, I have a great time when I'm around them, but hang on a minute. Let me evaluate and see what really is going on. Because over time, you are going to run out of energy. Over time, you are going to run out of patience. And you're just not going to be able to sustain this relationship for a very long time. So you need to evaluate some of these relationships quite early on. And, and make sure that you are happy doing the things that you're doing and you know fully well what you're receiving back in return. One of the other things with regards to social friendships and social relationships with fake people is that they leave your side as soon as they recognize there is someone else who is more powerful than you, more famous than you, more successful than you. They don't need you anymore. You're just a filler, a filler for the time that they have at that moment. And the minute they see someone else who has a higher social status, they're going to leave you. Fake people have a status to maintain. So it's all about who they're seen with and how popular others think they are. It's all about going to the right places, being with the right people. Now, they may not know these people, but as long as they can project that they met all of these important people, they start to feel they're important too. So you will find that a friend who is not genuine will keep ditching you for lack of a better word, um, at, at every occasion that they can, the minute they find someone else. So you need to know that if this is happening to you, it's not going to last too long. They are always overly excited to see you, even though it's not a fitting situation. And what I mean by that is sometimes you'll see a person who will come in and hug you really tight and say, where have you been? I have not seen you for such a long time. We need to catch up. We need to go out. And you find that a little bit strange because it's slightly over the top. You barely know the person. They're an acquaintance. And, and you're just wondering why they're treating you this way. What happened all of a sudden? You know, it just doesn't seem like the right reaction for the relationship. Now, if this is an old friend who you're seeing after a long time and maybe you haven't been in touch, but you know you have history and, you know, and there is a genuine emotion there that you are happy to see each other, you could hug each other, you're excited to catch up. But when an acquaintance 
who you make small talk with, maybe at work or in social situations, does the same thing to you, you have to wonder if they are being fake. You know, are they in a situation where they want to look like they have more friends or do they need something from you later? You will usually find out because they'll come to you for a favor. This is them setting the stage, you know, making sure that they don't ask you for a favor right away. It's kind of starting to build up the friendship to that point where they can ask you for that favor. But make no mistake, they have an agenda it is already in their mind. And these people know how to plan. So they could start pretending to be your friend six months or a year before they know that they need that favor. And all of that is going to seem so real to you because there is no way you're going to imagine somebody putting in that level of effort for a favor that they need six months or a year later. But it does happen. And if that happens, you know, even though you don't realize it when it's happening, but if it does happen, you need a reality check to think about whether you want to continue your relationship with that person. So this is basically trying to spot a fake person in your life. But that brought me to questioning, why do people feel the need to be fake in the first place? Do we know what being authentic means? Now, that's the paradox of the modern version of be yourself. Rather than searching within, people are trying to match what authentic means to others. What does it mean? Does it mean being spiritual? Does it mean being successful? Does it mean being popular? Somehow we think being authentic means someone else's version of what we should be. And that has turned inner exploration into a guessing game. Who do I want to be? Who am I? What do I stand for? What makes me happy? Why am I conforming to things I don't believe in? If you're not questioning yourself, then you're just going with the flow. And then being genuine is whatever you think you are at that point of time. So unless you're self-reflecting, unless you're trying to understand, does this really make me happy? What am I doing and why am I doing it? You can't understand who you truly are and what you genuinely want. What is my path? That is a question we must all ask ourselves. What makes me truly happy? Now, this could be anything. If it is being successful, if it is being popular, you know, if it is being spiritual, that's fine. You're making a choice and it's a conscious choice. You're not following a group of people that you grew up with or a group of people that you work with because you just haven't asked yourself the question, what do I want? Who am I? Authenticity is about staying true to what you believe in not about your image. Now, in order to do that, you have to know what is true. Authenticity at its heart is the idea that we should make the way we behave on the outside match what we feel on the inside. But at the end of the day, it's all about balance. Like I said in the beginning, you can't be raw and genuine with every single person you meet. There is a code of conduct at work. There is a code of conduct in social situations where you don't know everybody. You, you know, you can be a genuine person and say that this is who I am, but you're not necessarily expected to open up your heart to every single person you meet. So as long as you understand that balance... I think you're doing okay. However, coming back to the question of being fake, we need to understand that fake is comfortable and real is tough. Being fake, hiding behind a mask, not addressing who we truly are is just a very 
comfortable place. We don't ask ourselves the hard questions because we don't want to listen to the answers. If we are going out there and being fake with someone else, we don't want to address that to say that we can complain about others being fake with us and saying, oh my God, you know, I'm just so tired of all of these fake people and everyone is like that. But have you ever asked yourself if you are doing the same thing to someone else? Now, being real takes a lot of courage and you may get negative reactions, which is one of the main reasons people prefer to hide behind a mask of duplicity. Popular behavior is an easy shield to hide behind because you don't stick out. You may not agree with it, but at least you don't have to face negativity. At least you don't have to face criticism for standing out from a crowd who is different from you. This is really what our biggest problem is, isn't it? People attack each other because they believe that if you're different from me, I'm right and you're wrong. So sometimes, just to feel safe, you start to become part of a crowd that you may not really have anything in common with. But it's just easier to go with it. It's just easier to be part of that culture because standing out takes courage. Standing out and being ridiculed for what you believe in is a lot tougher than blending in and being accepted for what you don't believe in. Just think about it for a minute. If you are part of a social circle where people do things and they live a lifestyle that is not necessarily how you would want to live your life, saying that you want to be different because that's how you feel is possibly going to lose you a lot of friends. You're not going to be invited into that social circle because you just don't belong to them anymore. Are you ready to give that up now? So in being genuine, you may lose a lot of the people who are in your life right now But it also opens up the path for you to meet other people that you could have similar interests with. Sometimes we just grow up into a society, into a community, and we take on all of the cultural and and behavioral norms from that environment. Now, as we grow up, we obviously have our own experiences because we go out into the world and we have different experiences with different groups of people. That's when you really have a choice to make to say, am I the same person I grew up as or have I changed? And sometimes as you grow up and change, you realize that you don't really have a lot in common with the people that you grew up with. Now, letting go of those old relationships, letting go of those old friendships is not an easy task because you tend to be singled out as being difficult and thinking that you're better than them. And that is something that we find very uncomfortable. We don't want to be somebody who is singled out for not being close to the people that we grew up with. We do not want to be someone who is singled out for being difficult or thinking that they are better than than the community that they're part of. So we decide to stay. And staying is not really what we want to do. And that's a choice that we have to make. Sometimes the choices are easy, Um, sometimes they're not easy and you continue to be someone you really are not. And without intending to be fake, you just start to accept things the way they are because change is difficult. Fake it until you make it. We've all heard this phrase. It's all about pretending to be something you're not, projecting an image and living a life that 
we want to live. And so we are pretending to be somebody we're not. Now, at some level, that's not really a big deal. You know, dressing well, uh, taking care of yourself, being ready for a life that you want to live is not such a bad thing. But being fake in relationships definitely is. It's damaging to the people that you are with. And, and you know, there's so much negativity involved in that. There is so much backstabbing involved in that. Because if you are not genuinely close to somebody and you're pretending to be, you cannot be loyal to them. And that causes a lot of unnecessary negativity in someone's life. If you don't want somebody in your life, you should just let them go and you should walk away as well. And that takes a lot of courage. Now, we're told that we need to behave a certain way, look a certain way and talk a certain way to be successful. The focus is on the external appearance of what people believe we're worth rather than what skills we have. It's all about projecting this image. It's all about showing people who you can be rather than who you are and Again, it's okay in certain cases, but definitely not in closed relationships because you know that you are going to run out of that initial passion to pretend to be somebody you're not. And eventually, in a, if it is a very, very close relationship, you are going to have to become yourself. And that's where a lot of relationships that start on a fake foundation fall apart. So really, what are you trying to achieve here? What do you think you're going to get out of a fake foundation? There's, there's no upside to it. I mean, looking the part has become more important than being authentic. I have to come back to my pet peeve that we're all addicted to. I am one of the first people to admit that I am addicted to Instagram. I am addicted to social media. Not, not a lot of other platforms, but Instagram, yes. So social media has intensified this phenomenon further by providing us with a platform for showcasing the best side of everything rather than the reality of life. I mean, we have all come across people who are influencers who are extremely successful on these social media platforms, putting up these amazing pictures of this fantastic life that they're living, always being well-dressed, going to these exotic places, eating this amazing food, being surrounded by these really amazing group of people. And we look at our lives and we feel shortchanged. We feel we are not really living up to our potential. And we all understand that. But what is the reality? We all know that that is not the truth. That is not the life they're living. They have to take a hundred photographs to post one great photograph. So it's not about them being caught in the moment, having that amazing time. And, and that's really what they're projecting. There's a lot of hard work that goes into it. And like any job, this is a job which has its ups and downs. Now, recently I was um, with an influencer who I was talking to for my fashion brand, Cara. And uh, she asked me to meet her at, at a particular restaurant. When I got there, I realized that the reason why she chose us in that restaurant was because she was attending an event uh, next door. And we got talking and she just suddenly turned around and said, that event was so boring. I mean, I just had to go there for 20 minutes to take a few pictures because I have to post that on my Insta stories. That is the reality. So they're not going to these places because 
they support the brand or they're having a great time. They're going there because it's part of their job. They have to go to these places because they need content for their social media feeds. That is the reality of it. And while we were having dinner and drinks there, there were a few other people who came in from the event and, you know, just to say hello to her. And she said, oh, my God, go in there, take a few pictures. The only good thing about that is a coffee martini. And, you know, I couldn't stay there for more than 20 minutes. Now this, to an outsider like me, who has not attended events like that or doesn't really have access to, to this kind of a lifestyle, it's quite shocking. You know it, but when you see it live, it is quite shocking. It just kind of makes you feel cheated in some way. There are people who have made a living out of taking beautiful pictures of food that they don't eat, places that they don't enjoy, and people that they don't like. It's become a norm. And we need to understand that if that's what they want to do, it's fine. And if that's not what you want to do, it's fine too. Do not let someone influence you into believing you're living a lesser life than they are because they're showing you all of these amazing pictures of what they're doing and how they're living. They have the same struggles as you do. So being influenced by that lifestyle needs a reality check. No one wants to show the ugly side of things. No one wants to show their struggles or their failures. But when we do, we free ourselves from the hidden pressures of a society we do not belong to. So I'm going to leave you with this thought. When was the last time you looked at something that made you unhappy and realized it was not meant for you? Self-reflection is the best way to understand what makes you truly happy. Because one of the hardest things in life is letting go of what you thought was real. Cut off fake people for real reasons and not real people for fake reasons. This is Kanchan Kulkarni saying goodbye for now and speak to you again soon.